Shalom Abrachor up to Mesechis Baba Kamadaf Samach. Hey, today is Daf. Finishes our discussion from yesterday of using the Psukim. He might say, he might say, he teaches Kefal. And then we would discuss Rav's Halacha that we evaluate the value of the thing which this guy stole based on. Kefal is from the time that it was stolen, and Dalit Rehe is the time that it shows up in Din, and he was discussing the case of it depreciating from four to one, and we discussed a case where Choymesh is the same value as the Kefal, how a Ganav is Koine with a Shinoi. We begin with one final clarification on yesterday's Sugyo. We were using himatse timatse for kefal. The problem is using klapra klal and a reboy. But we already use himatse timatse for something else. We have a brayse that tells us if you find the thing that's stolen, and the pasuk uses a lashon of yodoy in his hand, that's when he's going to pay kefal. But who says? Asks the Gemara that he'll also have to pay kefal if you find it in his chotzer in his field. That's why the Pasuk adds Himatse Timatse wherever you find it. He's still going to be Chayev Kefal. So we're already using Himatse Timatse to tell me that he's Chayev no matter where you find it. How are you also using me to teach me how, that, that the drush is Klapra and Klapra from yesterday? The Gemara says that if it was just one, if the Pasuk was just teaching me one drusha, it would have said Himatse twice or Timatse twice. The fact that it changes the Lushan from Himatse to Timatse allows us to darshan a second drusha. Now Rav, Rav tells us that at the moment that the item was stolen, that's the value that he has to pay Kefal for. Above Hamisha, when he shechts it or sells it, that's the, we evaluate from the time of Din. Where does Rav get this from? So the Gemara brings, so Rav brings the Pasuk, which says both Geneva and Chaim, to tell us that you revive, you're like Mechayim Esim. The value as if it was just stolen. I mean, at the time that it was stolen, that's the value that we look at. We like bring that value back to life. Rav Shesha says, Rav must have been sleeping when he says this. He's way too big of an Adam Godel to say a vart like this. Because we have Bryce directly against him. The Bryce says that when the guy steals an animal and it's very weak, and then he takes his animal and he fattens it up, he has to pay. Kefal and Dalar Hay from the time that it was stolen. Not Dalar Hay on the Hamod Badin. That's against Rav's, the second part of Rav's halacha. Rav would say, Dalar Hay, he pays for now, from after it's already fattened up. But the Gemara says, Rav says, don't get, don't be so uh, shocked on, on, on Rav over here. Over there, the Ganav actually fattened it up. So he's going to say, why? I have to pay you on the, on the work that I did on your animal. I fattened it up. I'm not going to pay four or five times that. That, that. that part is mine. So the Gemara tries asking second on Rav that if it was the opposite, he stole the animal while it was fat and it got much weaker. So the Brahisa tells us it's Tesefta and Paragzayan that he's gonna be paying Kefel and Dalavahe from the time that it was stolen. Not Dalavahe from the time that he was standing in Din. Kashan Rav. The Gemara here answers that you're right normally Dalavahe is from the time Ahmad Badin, but from the moment he started weakening this animal, that was the beginning of his Shita. And he's gonna pay the value from that point from when it was stolen. Now the Gemara asks, 
if we clarify, was Rav talking about where the animal went up or down in value? The first we're talking about, Rav was saying that the value in the market of this animal fluctuated. What was the case? If it was worth one zuz when he stole it, and now it's worth four in the market. The Chayra, if that's true, Rab would be arguing on Rabba, because Rabba says that if someone steals a barrel of wine from his friend, and it was worth a zuz, and then by the time he gets busted, it's worth four. If he broke it or drank it, he has to pay four, not one. If it broke itself, he only pays one. You see, Rabba doesn't go by the time it was stolen. He goes by what it was worth when he drank it. So the Gemara clarifies that Rabba is only talking about a case where it was worth four when he steals it, and then when, he gets, when he's caught, it's only, it went down. It depreciated. It's only worth one. He pays the four. The K fell on the four which he stole. He pays dollar vehay on the one now that it's depreciated. Rav Chanina, Rabbi Chanina tries to bring a raya to Rav. We learn that if a bala bias claims that something was, that, that the Pekodin is watching was stolen. If he swears, and then he admits, by the way, I still have it, I lied. And afterwards, Edom come and say, oh yeah, by the way, he lied. He still has the Rolex. As if he admitted before the Edom came, he has to pay Karen, Choymesh, bring a carbon, Osham. But if he only admitted after the Edom came, then he pays Kefel, Asham. And according to Rabbi Akiva, the Chumash comes out of the Kefel. That extra 25% comes out of the double. He pays, it's included in the double payment of the Karen. There's a three-way machlokas here, because the Chachamim tell us that from the Pasuk of Berosh, Vechami Shisoy, we learn that only in the case when he's just paying, paying Karen, the flat rate, that's when we add a Chaymish. But if he's paying Kefel, then he, we don't add a Chaymish to the Kefel. He just pays the Kefel. He's already paying double. But if Shimon ben Yechai says that if there's Kefel, you don't need to pay a Chaymish and you don't bring a Korban Oshom. Kefel covers that as well. So what do we see here? There's some case where the Chaymish is the same value as the Kefel, according to Rabbi Yaakov. How is that possible, asks the Gemara. Was it originally worth four and now it's worth four? Then 25% is not Kefel. It's one, not eight. Not another four. Elamai, this seems like a riot to Rav. The case has to be where it was worth four. And then it went down to one. Now, Kefel is going to be one. And the Chaymesh is also going to be the original 25% of four, which is also one. You see that the Kevin we evaluate from when he stole it. And the Kefel, we evaluate it by now that we're standing in Besden. Now that it's worth only one. But Rava says this is not a raya to Rav. The case was really where it was originally worth four. And now it's also worth four. Nothing to do with Rav's case of depreciation. Aye, how could Kefel and Chaymish be the same? The guy swore four times. So he had to pay a zuz for every time he swore. Mamela, he cranked it up till it was the same value as the Kefel. The Torah says, shisov, you pay a chaymesh for every time he swears. It can be multiple times on the same Karen. 
Next, the Gemara tells us that the Chachomim say that you only pay a Chomish when you're playing a flat rate of Karen. Otherwise, you don't add a Chomish. If you're paying Kefal, you don't add a Chomish. However, the Chachomim retain, they still hold, they're going to be paying an Oshom. They're going to be bringing a Korban Oshom. Why is the Chomish any different than the Oshom? Chomish, you're not going to pay on Kefal. Because the Pasuk says, But the Asham also, it says, So, according to the Rabbonon, when the guy is paying Kefal, he shouldn't need to bring a Korban Asham either. The Rabbonon would answer that the Pasuk of S divides up the Pasuk, so the Asham isn't connected to only the Chaymish. Reb Ben Yechai, holds that you're not going to be bringing the Asham if you're paying Kefal. He says that the extra Vav in VS reconnects the Asham to the Kefal. Say, just like Choymesh isn't going to pay when there's Kefal, so too the Asham is off the hook. The Rabbanon say that the Torah could have left out the whole VS with the Vav. The whole thing is extra to divide it. Ben Yechai would say that you can't leave out the S because the Bozak still needed to divide between Maman Gavoya Hektish to Maman Hedyot. The extra Vav reconnects the Shlomim to Kefal to say that whenever there's Kefal, according to Biakiva, according to Shimon Baichai, you're not going to pay. You're not going to be Chayav in a Shlomim, just like you're not going to be Chayav in a Chaymish. Now Rebbe Loi comes in and tells us, Nu halacha, that if someone steals a lamb and then it grows up in, into a ram, he steals a calf and it grows up into a cow. Uh, an axe, a bull. That was a shinoi. It changed its status while the Ghanav had it. And Mamela, the Ghanav, is now koina it with that shinoi. If now he shechts or sells it, this is actually Akula because he's now shechting his own thing. He was already koina it with the shinoi and he's not going to pay Dalad Vehei. Rabbi Hanino asks Rabbi Loi, we learned that if someone steals a lamb and it grows up, and a, a calf and it grows up, you're going to pay kefil and dalad vehei from the time that when he stole it. But hold on. If there was a shinoi and it's his, why does he have to pay? He shouldn't have to pay dalad vehei. It's his, with the shinoi as it grew up. So what, you're going to tell me that a shinoi isn't koinet? And you should be paying for whatever it's worth now, not from when you stole it. Nebuloya answers, we're evaluating it now, I mean, we're evaluating from what he stole because he didn't steal a cow. He didn't steal a ram. He stole babies. So he's not going to pay for something which he didn't steal. We have to go back to at least the item which he stole. And both Rabbi Loi and Rabbi Hanina were very passionate about their side in this machloikas. Each one said, Hashem should save me from your das. Mamish, mamish, don't hold of what you're, of how you're learning the sugya. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.